Hi everybody and welcome back to another episode of There I Read It where I'm going over the Harry Potter book series chapter by chapter for the first time ever in my life and today we are in chapter 13 of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. This chapter is called The Very Secret Diary and we are getting some cool information drops in here so let me hop into my notes as quickly as I can. So in the last chapter Hermione had used Polyjuice Potion and accidentally put a cat hair in it which turned her into a cat person and apparently it took Madame Pomfrey weeks to fix Hermione and by weeks it was actually months because this happened over Christmas break and Hermione is still a cat form in some way or another until February. So that poor girl was locked up in the medical wing doing homework from bed just forever. But when classes resumed after Christmas break, everybody at Hogwarts thought that Hermione had been attacked. So they keep trying to like go by the hospital wing and see what's going on, like what's happening, is she hurt, what's what's the deal with Hermione? And it was so embarrassing for her to be like a whiskered, furry, tailed cat girl that Madame Pomfrey actually had to put curtains up to block Hermione from being viewed by passerbys. And Hermione under her pillow is keeping a get well card from from Lockhart who signed the card with all of his titles in there and Ron is kind of just like disgusted that Hermione is sleeping with that card under her pillow but the boys leave Hermione and they hear Filch flipping out in the distance over this huge water pool that is coming out of Moaning Myrtle's bathroom and when the boys go into the bathroom, even the candles have been put out because of this great wave of water that came through somewhere. And Myrtle is whining that somebody threw a book at her and that it just dropped straight through her body, which is obviously a strange direction to fall. Seems like it either came out of the pipes or it was hidden up in the ceiling somehow. But said book turns out to be a diary that Ron is completely afraid of. He gives all of these examples that he heard from his dad like oh there's this one book where it burnt this person's eyes out and there's this other book that you could never stop reading it once you started so you'd have to do everything one-handed with your nose in the book for the rest of your life. So Ron doesn't want to touch that book at all because he is a wary scaredy cat but Harry gets a hold of it to find out what it is. It turns out by the date on the cover that it's about 50 years old, which, hmm, that's roughly the time the Chamber of Secrets was last open, so I wonder what this book's gonna be about. The book turns out to be a diary that belonged to T.M. Riddle, and Ron recognized that name as someone who had an award in the trophy room for special services to the school, because back when Ron was throwing up slugs, he also had a detention where he was having to polish the trophies so he ended up polishing Riddle's award over and over again because he kept puking slugs up on it. Ugh. And the book is a diary but there's no writing in it. However on the back cover they can see that it was bought at a variety store in Vauxhall Road, London so they think it belonged to somebody who had muggle parents. And Hermione finally gets out of the hospital wing at the beginning of February and she is fascinated by this book. She tries to use the spell Aparisium, Aparisium, something like that, and nothing happens. Then she pulls out this bright red eraser called a revealer and also nothing happens when she uses that. So she's a little bit frustrated. And when the trio go to investigate the trophy room, they also find out that Riddle has a gold medal for magical merit and he is on a list of head boys. 
boys. I don't know exactly what a head boy is, but Ron described Percy as being a prefect and a head boy, so apparently that's two separate things. Maybe that's the top student in the class? I don't know, but if somebody does know for sure, please let me know. I'm curious now. I thought it would be the prefect, but uh, based on context clues, that is not correct. Anyways, Madame Pomfrey mentions that the Mandrakes are starting to leave childhood because they're getting moody and secretive, whatever that means. I hope that means like oily and not some gross boy juice stuff. Ugh. And that as soon as the Mandrake's acne clears up, they will be on their way to leaving adulthood and then they'll get Mrs. Norris and the petrified students all fixed up. But can we just talk about how these Mandrakes seem very much like sentient people? And then here's Madame Pomfrey talking about shredding them up and stewing them like, oh, wizards are not nice people. And of course there is a lot of tension in the school due to all the petrifications. And I can appreciate that Lockhart is trying even though in his head he's keeping the monster at bay by scaring off the heir to Slytherin just by existing. Like the ego is still there, but I think his heart is in the right place. But Lockhart wants to boost morale by having a giant Valentine's Day celebration where he gets all of these dwarves dressed as cupids to deliver Valentines to people. And one dwarf in particular is getting very aggressive to deliver Harry a singing Valentine. And Malfoy says that Jenny's the one that sent it to Harry, but uh, it's actually not confirmed if she did or not, even though she acted very embarrassed. So I, I kind of wonder if maybe she did, but it also seems a little bit too forward for Jenny. Anyways, page 238, if you are reading the original Scholastic uh, soft cover books, the Valentine song goes, and it is quite horrible. His eyes are as green as fresh pickled toad. His hair is as dark as a blackboard. I wish he was mine. He's really divine. The hero who conquered the Dark Lord. So bad, right? I mean, that's so bad. Anyways, during all this scuffle, the dwarf trying to force this Valentine on Harry rips his bag, ink spills everywhere, Malfoy gets a hold of the secret journal, and he thinks it's Harry's, and Malfoy's like, I'm not giving it back. So Harry uses Expelliarmus, gets the journal back, and realizes that the journal has no ink on it, and that if he actually puts ink on the journal, it just absorbs into it. So when he writes in the journal, the writing disappears, and then the journal starts answering back. And the journal's like, oh yeah, I know all this stuff that happened. And it's a lot like when Lapis Lazuli was in the mirror and they kept saying, you know, show me what you know. And it would show you through the mirror, like the book answers back. So the book explains that when Riddle, I suppose, was a fifth year, he caught the person who opened the Chamber of Secrets and reported it to the headmaster, who was then Professor Dippet. And Dippet refused to let anybody know the truth of what happened, so he gave Riddle a trophy and that was like his bribe, his payoff to never talk about the chamber again. And the book ends up saying, well, I'll show you what I mean, Harry. Here, you know, come look at my memory. And it sucks Harry into the journal. And Riddle is apparently a person who is half muggle, halfy, what do they call those? Half blood, that's it. Uh, and he lives in a muggle orphanage, but he wants to stay at Hogwarts over the summer, but can't because of the Chamber of Secrets monster roaming around. And this monster has injured several students and just killed one, so it's become a huge problem. 
but Riddle the Halfborn had a human father and a witch mother, and he was named Tom Marvolo Riddle. And then as it goes through the night, and Harry is following Tom around, not being able to be seen by anybody else in the memory, it turns out that Riddle talks to Hagrid, who seems to have this massive spider-like creature that is being accused of being the chamber monster. And Riddle's like, come on, Hagrid, it's time. We got to get this from you. You know, we got to get this handled. And so that's how Hagrid got expelled from Hogwarts. And it was 50 years ago. I didn't realize Hagrid was that old. That would put him at almost 70. He's never struck me as that old. And of course, I mean, I have a feeling this is going to be another one of those Scooby-Doo's where we're only seeing part of the story and it's going to be a twist. It's like, no, no, Hagrid really didn't do anything wrong. Because at, at least with my hunch so far, the monster for the Slytherin heir has got to be a snake. Whereas Hagrid seems to be in possession of some weird spider monster. Not that that monster is maybe any better, but Hagrid's like, no, he wouldn't hurt anybody. He wouldn't. And I tend to believe Hagrid, he, he tends to have fairly good sense about animals and how they work. But who knows? I guess we'll see in the next chapter. Overall, though, I am really curious about this journal and how it works and if it's enchanted or what its deal is. I don't think uh, it was a wise idea for Harry to go into its memory alone, though. I think he should have waited for Ron or Hermione or somebody to go with him. Otherwise, if he didn't get back out, he would have just disappeared. Nobody would know what became of him. I don't see Ron or Hermione being brave enough to, you know, bring that journal forward at any point, even if Harry goes missing and risk getting expelled themselves. But uh, again, excited for the next chapter and seeing what's happening uh, after after this big reveal. Anyways, guys, I guess that's it for today. Thank you for watching. Remember to like, subscribe, share, all that jazz, whatever you want to do, please do. And we'll see you next time, family members. Bye! Well, family members, we're almost done, but I want to invite you to hang out with me in some other places. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as my own personal self, and I have a Facebook page too, but I mostly just post photos over there. And sometimes people say, hey, McGann, I want to mail you something. How do I do that? Easy. Just click the About tab on my channel page, and my most current P.O. Box info will be right there. I also run another channel, The Family. It's really a hodgepodge channel where we might post anything. Oh yeah, and I also sell shirts and stickers and stuff with the family and the fangirl logos. If that is your cup of tea, I have a link in every description of every video. Finally, if you want to help out the fangirl channel and make sure I'm putting out video essays for years to come, the best way you can help is by subscribing and watching more of my videos, whether they're new, old, whatever. Maybe even share one or two on social media, help spread the word. People who watch to the end of videos like you helps to tell the site, hey, this is a good video. We should recommend it to other people. So if you made it this far, leave me a comment of something like, hey, I made it to the end. Love ya. See you next time, family members. Bye.